When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Unwinding. How are we doing? How's your week going? How are you feeling? How's your heart? Tell me everything. I've been a little unwell. Thank you for asking. Okay, I got a little sick. And and then just like some life things, you know what I mean? But that's okay. We're here today. We're gathered here today on my favorite day because anytime I get to record is my favorite day. Actually, I think when you get to listen and then talk to me about the episode is my favorite day, but that always changes because everybody listens on a different day. So anyway, we are gathered here today, as you can tell by the title, to talk about anxiety. I'm going to keep this episode lighthearted though, okay? I'm not trying to make this like stressful. I want this to be an episode that you can listen to if you're feeling anxious in a given moment, if you deal with anxiety, If you're dealing with an especially anxious season or moment in your life, you can come back to this whenever you need the reminders. Um, If you just want to feel identified in your feelings of anxiety, hopefully I can do that for you in this episode. Or this can also be for anybody who needs a few new tools to add to their anxiety toolbox, okay? For anybody who maybe has somebody in their life that struggles with anxiety and they want to understand it better or just get like another perspective on it. So yeah, this is like for anybody, for anyone and everyone, okay? Before we jump into that, I want to share, first of all, I want to open, I brought my Sprite Zero. It's 11.26 a.m., which means it's kind of early for a um, soda, but usually I do 12 p.m. Like I give myself until 12 and then I can start you know, drinking all the aspartame in the world. Does Sprite Zero have aspartame? Probably. Probably has something worse, right? I don't know. I don't need that kind of negativity. Why am I looking at the ingredients? I brought it so we could open it together because this is the feeling of happiness. Are you ready? Hold on. Let me do an ASMR. Let me bring you up real close. I always think I'm going to bust a nail when I'm opening a can. Oof, that was crisp. She is crisp. I need to take a sip, okay? Incredible. I just don't understand how people don't just fucking love Sprite Zero. Like, I just love it so much. Okay, before we get into that, let's talk about what I want to tell you. I want to share some silly little things that are making me happy right now, okay? Number one is the new flavor of the Alani New energy drink. You guys know I love Alani New and Celsius. Those are my go-tos. I'm having a moment with Alani New right now, though. Kim K., came out with her own energy drink. It's called Kimade. It is so fucking good. Okay, but also the can is just gorgeous. She's stunning. I love her. It's making me so happy because I have a new hyperfixation and I love that. Number two is the show Hijack. Okay, it's on Apple TV. I need you to watch it. I need you to drop everything you're doing right now. Actually, listen to this episode and then go watch it. It didn't make me happy per se Listen or watching it because I was quite stressed during it, but... My mom and I finished it this weekend and it was just so good. Like it just hooks you and you can't wait to watch another episode and that makes me happy. You know what I mean? So anyway, Apple TV, 
highly, highly recommend. I would love a new season, please. Season one went by way too fast. I wish I could say the summer I turned pretty was making me happy, but all it's doing is pissing me off. You know what I mean? Can we fast forward to the part where Connor and Belly are together? Not that she deserves him, but you know, I just can't, my heart can't deal with them not being together even though I think he can do better personally, um, but my heart can't deal with it, okay? Like, what the fuck happened in that last episode? Are you kidding me with that makeout session, Jer? I cannot. What else is making me happy? Um, I'm on food TikTok right now, like chefs, um, best New York City eats. Like, do I live in New York City? No. Do I watch every single one? Absolutely. I gotta know where the best bagel is, you know? I've been watching a lot of like mukbangs i don't never know how to say that word but all these cute ass girlies in their car eating their in and out and i'm just like why do i enjoy this like i just think it's so fun i love watching people eat that sounds so strange but like eat good food like i don't want to watch you eat something that i don't like or that i wouldn't eat so i definitely skip through some of them i'm still on my baking tiktok shit okay brookie is still one of my favorites i told you about her a few episodes ago and guess what i have the best news ever apparently she's gonna start shipping her cookies globally okay and guess who's gonna order a fucking dozen of those puppies this bitch right here though she's in brisbane so like they're coming from brisbane i don't want to see that shipping fee you know what i mean maybe they don't ship from there i don't know these are things for me to figure out not necessarily for me to bore you with so what else is making me happy i thought i had more things but i think that's it my life has been kind of i don't want to say calm because that's definitely not what it's been but i was gonna say quiet but that's also not what it's been there's not a lot of juice right now like i mean there. you know what let's just let's just get into this let's just keep going tell me what's making you happy i would love to know so okay i think that's it we're gonna get into this episode how do i transition from that so i guess you're here because you're feeling anxious or maybe you have anxiety or you just want to listen which makes me really happy so i guess let's like start talking about what anxiety even is you know and i think in short the way that i would describe it depends on the day because some days i could describe it in a very different way but usually i think it's us worrying about things that could potentially happen right so it's us trying to live and control the future all the fucking alarms are going off in our bodies all of the what ifs what if this what if that it's that fight or flight feeling that i know way too well but it's like that fight or flight feeling on steroids you know and i know everybody has their own experience with anxiety so i can only speak to my own and I will in a moment, but if somebody is listening and they don't they don't struggle with anxiety, maybe you're listening because you just want to be here, like I said, that makes me so happy. Or maybe you have a loved one, like I mentioned, or a close friend who struggles with anxiety and you just want to understand it better, how to be more helpful, or just maybe have a better understanding. That also makes me really happy. Um, regardless of why you're here, let's define what anxiety is, okay? So I found a few definitions online that I think sum it up pretty well so anxiety is an intense excessive and persistent worry and fear about everyday situations fast heart rate rapid breathing sweating and feeling tired may occur anxiety is a feeling of fear dread and uneasiness these definitions are so like like aggressive but it's true you know it might cause you to sweat feel restless and tense have a have a rapid heartbeat it can be a normal reaction to stress. I think it's also important to mention how there are different kinds of anxiety, right? So also, before I get into this, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying. You, I don't have to tell you that I'm not a medical professional. I literally don't know what I'm talking about. I'm speaking from personal experience, 
and I guess research, but mainly personal experience and from conversations that I've had with medical professionals, aka my psychologists and psychiatrists. So that's where all this information is coming from, okay? Yeah, there are different kinds of anxiety, right? So feeling anxious, I think this is something that I love to talk about because, you know, I kind of get annoyed. I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I get annoyed, but I don't know how I feel when people say things like, oh, it's like everybody has anxiety these days or like everybody's anxious. Everybody says anxiety, like da-da-da-da-da. Because in a way, I agree. But in another way, I'm like, Maybe a lot of us do have anxiety. And in another way, I'm like, that means this dialogue is open. Maybe it's just now that we're talking about these things and that's why it seems as though we hear this word everywhere. I don't think it's a bad thing, right? Like, I don't think it's, I don't know. I think mental health is so sensitive, so delicate. And who are we to judge? You know what I mean? So anyway, I do think though, there's a difference between feeling anxious versus having an anxiety disorder like those can be two different things like i said there's so much to this i'm not going to get into the details because i am not a professional but i think people don't realize how many different kinds of anxiety a person can actually have right and like i said i think an important distinction is you can struggle feeling anxious in a given moment and not have an anxiety disorder like they're not mutually they're not it does one doesn't mean the other They can, but they don't necessarily. My therapist diagnosed me with a generalized anxiety disorder, acute generalized, I don't mean acute as in like small, I mean acute, like she's cute, a generalized anxiety disorder, okay? As well as social anxiety. So these are two different things. She diagnosed me a few years ago, but truthfully, I can remember feeling all of these symptoms of both of these things combined ever since I was a child, like truthfully to my core okay and my dad was severely anxious and i wonder if that's where i got it from because i really am i always say this like i am i physically look like my mother but inside i am my father's daughter like it's insane my dad's name was tomas and my mom calls me tomasita i don't know if i told you that i hate doing the spanish accent when i'm speaking full english it makes me like feel weird but anyway yeah i wonder if that's where i got it from i don't know My anxiety also grew exponentially and in very different ways. So in other words, I developed a new list of triggers. First, when my dad passed away. And second, and most most intensely, when my sister got sick um, when I was around 24. So that definitely changed a lot of how my anxiety um, now functions, okay? And really quick, a generalized anxiety disorder, it's basically defined as severe ongoing anxiety that interferes with your daily activities. Symptoms may include severe anxiety, excessive worry, emotional distress, and a fat ass. I'm just kidding. I wish I have all of the above except option four. Social anxiety is a chronic mental health condition in which social interactions cause irrational anxiety. And as someone who cannot shut the fuck up to save her life and who loves people, this may come as a shock, but you know what? You'd be surprised how much people deal with that we actually have no idea about, you know? Those definitions sound scary and I really don't like them, but I just wanted to get those out of the way. My therapist explained my anxiety to me in a way that was very digestible and it helped make sense, so much sense of why I am who I am and why I feel certain things or why I don't want to do. Can I speak? Certain 
things, etc. Sometimes I forget how to talk. She gave me this example once and she was like, listen, let's say everybody's standard level of anxiety, because we all do tend to have that fight or flight instinct right when we feel a threat coming like everybody has some degree of that she was like let's say somebody without your (laughs) brain okay is at a three on a normal day like from zero to ten they're at a three on a normal day they're coasting my normal is more like a seven therefore everything is always already altered you know even without it being anxiety worthy does that make sense i don't know the way that my brain works is insane though like the stories that i will make up in my head of why something is happening or won't happen listen if overthinking came with a medal bitch i would be in the olympics okay you know what i was anxious about the other day that i was literally cracking up about so i don't know if this happens to anybody if it does please tell me you know when it's raining and you're driving and you're putting your windshield wipers on sometimes i'm like i wonder if my wipers are going too fast for the rain you know for the current strength of the rain like i wonder if people are driving past me being like damn bitch like it's not that serious you know what i mean like turn it down a level or i feel like sometimes i'm like should i not even have them on or should i have them on harder i want to have them on like really really fast because i hate driving in the rain but then i'm like i wonder if people are going to be like Jesus, like it's not that big of a deal. You know what I mean? I think about this shit, like it literally will sit in my brain. Anyway, that's just a nice little fun example. So now that you know my e-true Hollywood story, we can continue. So what I want to do is, and what I really wanted to do in this episode is give you a few reminders if you're currently feeling anxious or for you to just take with you today just put them in your pocket okay sometimes these things though we know them they're helpful to hear from a stranger not that we're strangers i know we're friends and we're closer than that but like just an outside person right i want to remind you that a huge part of anxiety is we're trying to control the future and i hate to break it to you but i don't think you can do that (laughs) you know your future tripping you're trying to live in the future right and this is quite literally impossible it's it's impossible to control what isn't in front of you you can't control what hasn't happened yet like i wish we could you know i wish we could but we can't so sometimes i need you to remember like you can't live in the future right and when you're living in the future you're immediately robbing yourself of the present moment and being in the present moment is such a gift because time is our most valuable resource and the one that we can never get back so spending our time our precious fucking time trying to live in a moment that has yet to happen makes literally no sense right and i know it's so much easier said than done but sometimes i just need you to remember like what you're trying to do is not working like you're literally wasting time that's the thing is like have you heard of that quote where it's like we suffer more in imagination than in reality it's so true because we anticipate the worst right like that's my specialty i don't know about you but i think something that i've heard a lot with people that struggle with anxiety and overthinking and you know hypervigilance and all these things that come tend to come with a lot of anxiety is we play out the worst case scenario right because what we're trying to do ultimately what our body is trying to do what our mind is trying to do is it's trying to protect ourselves it's trying to protect us from something horrible happening therefore it's going to give us the worst possible outcome just in case it happens that way it's almost like well i already thought about it so you know if it happens i'm i'm sort of prepared even though like you might not even be prepared and if it happens then you're just gonna have to go through it again 
So you're going through it in your imagination and then in reality. It's like you're suffering twice when in reality you didn't have to put yourself through that. So even though our body is trying to protect us, it's really just doing us the biggest disservice because it's robbing us of a present moment of our present life, you know? And I really want to say that anticipation, it's almost always worse than reality. Okay, let's say you are having a moment right now and you are just overthinking, you're spiraling, you're catastrophizing. I want you to find evidence, okay? I want you to find evidence of moments when you thought the worst thing was going to happen and then it didn't, or of moments when you felt the exact same way you do now and you managed to get through it, okay? And I really, really, really like to, I've told you this before, but I really make it a habit to make mental notes. Sometimes I journal it, but usually I try to make mental notes of when I'm catastrophizing and playing out the worst outcomes and I fully convince myself. That's the problem is I can fully fucking convince myself of something that isn't real. And I'll believe it because we believe the stories we tell ourselves and I'll touch on that in a second, but I will make a mental note of when I was doing this, of when I was catastrophizing and when it did not happen usually not even close and i make it a mental note because i want to look back and be like first of all why you got to be like this you know what i mean but also because then i have the evidence to look back to when i'm feeling this moment when i'm feeling these emotions again i highly recommend doing this because sometimes you know what we really do need to train our brains to think and look at things in different perspectives especially in moments of chaos and just overwhelming anxiety and i think also something that i want to present to the class is if you're going to catastrophize it's only fair we do it both ways right so the worst case scenario is the first thing you're imagining if you're anything like me a creative queen okay kristen always tells me like the jumps that i go that i like take she's like you should be what does she say she says it in a much funnier way but she's like she's like truly i'm amazed at the jumps that your mind will take the leaps okay so what we have let's make a new rule okay if we're going to catastrophize and we're going to imagine the worst case scenario i think it's only fair we do it both ways so if we're going to think about the worst then i think we should also think about the best because what if it all works out like why can't we entertain that can we start to bring up that question as well if we're going all the way you know to the worst 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 possible thing that can happen okay well then let's explore what's the best 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 thing that can happen as well because there's a probability of that happening too i think we should start to entertain that what if it all works out like i just said sometimes we do have to train our minds right and something that is very beautiful and very cool is that our brains are malleable which means they can adapt to changes in our environments and in the way that we process things. And they can do this continually. Something I've learned is that our our brain will believe the stories we tell it, like our minds, I don't know why saying brain sounds so weird, like our minds are so powerful, it kind of scares me, but our minds will believe the stories that we tell it, right? And I think something that I want you to remember if you're feeling anxious, obviously I don't know what you're feeling anxious about, and if I did, I could give you more helpful advice, but you know, sometimes I think we think every single thing is about us and every single person is thinking about us, and of course they're thinking about us in a bad way, right? It can't be like, oh, she's incredible. Like, no, my mind is like, everyone just has nothing nice to say. So I just want to rem remind you, like nobody is thinking about, about you the way that you think they are. And I've said this before, if they are, then that's a little fan behavior, okay? I know this can be tough though. Like I deal with, I struggle with hypervigilance and overthinking, catastrophizing, like I said, my specialty, always feeling like someone is upset at me 
overanalyzing every interaction and sometimes I go over every single thing I said and I didn't even say anything wrong but my mind will be like oh that was weird or oh you shouldn't have said that or oh this you know I'm hyper vigilant to the point where it's detrimental because sometimes I'm vigilant of things that aren't even it's not even a thing like my mind will make it a thing and it wasn't even a thing like maybe I'll say something and I'll see somebody's slight reaction that maybe had absolutely nothing to do with me maybe they just I don't know we're having a bad day and a bad mood or just didn't fucking feel like reacting I don't know and my mind will convince me that what I said was incredibly wrong and then I'll overplay that entire situation that entire entire scenario then i'll feel bad then i'll guilt trip then i'll feel shameful and then i'll be like they're mad at me they don't want to talk to me now i have to apologize it's it's literally exhausting i'm tired of just i'm tired just talking about it and that's just a silly example okay and something i want to talk about and i would love to know if you struggle with this as well is i constantly feel the need to over explain and sometimes over apologize And you know how some people say like, you know when someone's guilty or you know when someone's lying because they give you all the details or they give you these elaborate stories or they're just super apologetic? Even when I'm not guilty, okay, because I'm a law-abiding citizen at the end of the day, okay, even when I'm not, I swear my anxiety plays a role in this and my need to explain every single thing because I think my brain is like, I just want to cover all grounds and I want to leave nothing to the imagination. I want this person to have the full fucking story in 3D IMAX. You know what I mean? So I will explain and explain and explain, but it's like I more so want to give you my entire thought process and I want to, again, make sure you understand everything fully because I think that's what I would like. Um, One more thing I want to say about this. If you're feeling like, you know, someone's upset at you, if you're overthinking an interpersonal moment with somebody, I don't remember where I heard this tip, but I definitely stole it because I loved it. And it's a question that you can ask yourself when you're having these, maybe you're catastrophizing about something like this. Ask yourself, who said that? For example, if I'm like, oh, I think so-and-so is mad at me. I think, you know, this and this and this. Who said that? Like, am I making this shit up in my brain or do I have factual evidence to support this? No, your honor, I do not, usually okay sometimes it's nice to just remind yourself like listen don't don't stir the pot where it doesn't need to be stirred okay when i grow up i would like to master the art of acceptance accept what i can control and let go of what i can't and i want us all to remember that we can work on this every single day right i also let me just say that i should have said that from the get-go i think something i've learned just in life in general but with anything you're going through anything you're working towards anything at all anything you're building anything you're trying to let go of it's a daily thing it's not this all or nothing it leads to a destination sort of thing at least personally i've learned that it's not about you know me arriving at some place it's the daily thing it's it's me trying to find more moments of calmness and compassion and joy in my everyday trying to find as many pockets of that in my everyday as possible that's it it's not me doing all these things to someday get to this destination where i never feel anxious fully love myself x y and z like the list goes on you know what i mean like i've really learned it's not about that and letting go of that feels really good because there's there's no pressure really all i think about is all right how can i get through today in a in a great way how can i i feel like some days we 
have to I feel like some days our mindset is like how do I get through today some days it's more like how do I enjoy today how do I make the most of today right it just depends on what's going on but for the most part I don't think about it as how can I completely get rid of my anxiety you know I think for a long time I would tell my therapist like I hate that I struggle with this I hate that it is so overpowering I you know all these things I would be really negative about it with her and she was like all right well there's there's really no productivity in this conversation right because at the end of the day what is that doing like you not liking something that you deal with it doesn't take away the fact that you deal with it so instead of not liking it how about we just find ways to deal with it better and that i think that sort of acceptance was really really helpful anyway back to the acceptance i want us to remember that we can work on this like we can work on trying to get better at tapping into a state of calmness i think acceptance and calmness go hand in hand i think it's also synonymous for trusting right the calmness i think is synonymous for trusting that we can handle whatever situation may come okay you got to trust that you got this like even if you're gaslighting yourself even if you're like i don't know what the fuck i would do if this happened like you have to have that faith in yourself of like you know what well i will figure it out and that's something that i don't know i don't know which one of my parents gave me this maybe both of them but i really have a I'll figure it the fuck out mentality, like with whatever it is, you know, like I do stress, I am anxious, I overthink, I catastrophize, I do all these things, okay? But I also know at the end of the day, like I know that I will figure it the fuck out. I don't know where that comes from, but I just do. But I think I could do it in a much better way, okay? I don't think I have to work myself up the way I do. And I think we also should remember that being calm, right? And accepting that there's only so much we can control, right? Being calm, And being in a state of acceptance gives us the opportunity to find solutions. Whereas being frantic and super anxious and worked up, it's, I think it's a very unproductive state to be in. But I also know, as someone who fully struggles with this, sometimes that's easier said than done, you know? I also want to carefully say, we're going to get into things that, we're going to get into my toolbox in a second. But I also want to carefully say, knowing your triggers and your patterns is so important, though I don't think it's always helpful. So in my experience, nine times out of 10, I feel I'm able to pinpoint what has set me off. I'm able to identify all the things that are causing me to feel whichever level of anxiety I'm feeling that day. Sometimes it's simply one situation causing me to feel anxious and then everything else that goes wrong that would otherwise not phase me feels a hundred times heavier. It can be a domino effect for sure. But I think it's worthwhile to stop and think about the whys, right? Like knowing your whys can be so helpful. It can be such a helpful tool to be proactive, to potentially know what situations or people or interactions you want to avoid to give you more preparation time so to speak knowing your whys gives you clarity about who you are in a way and what's more powerful than that you know but i said i wanted to say this carefully because i also understand sometimes there aren't evident triggers sometimes our minds can play tricks on us i think everybody's anxiety is different so it's okay if sometimes you aren't exactly sure where the anxiousness is coming from you know, if you can't exactly pinpoint where it's coming from, then I would suggest just trying to do something, like just trying to react, like trying to think about, okay, what do I need today? What is going to make me feel better? What is going to make my anxiety feel at least 1% better? Because I think a lot of, of this overwhelming feeling of the catastrophizing, of the overthinking of all these things, something I've learned is I really try to react because I don't want to be in that state. It's the worst feeling, you know? And sometimes I can't help it. Like sometimes it does lead me into 
panic attacks, etc. That's a whole other episode. But what I like to do now is as soon as I start to feel anxious, I react and I just try to think to myself, okay, what's going to make me feel better today? What do I need? And compassion is always a word that we go back to, you know? So now let's get into my anxiety toolbox, okay? So things that help me when I'm feeling anxious and hopefully there's something in here that you can take. So your head is currently sounding off all the alarms, right? So I think expecting ourselves to find the solution within our own heads is slightly challenging. I think we have to get out of our heads, at least I do. One thing I like to do, I know this sounds so silly, but the first thing I need to mention, okay, is breathing but not just like regular breathing because I hope you're doing that, you know? I mean, you are because I don't think you'd be here otherwise. Daddy Huberman, aka Dr. Andrew Huberman, he has some incredible breathing techniques. They're very specific. I've saved those videos and I actually have saved them on Instagram and on TikTok and I'll go back to them whenever I just, I want to look at him and his voice is just like the most delicious thing to... listen to i don't know why there's specific breathing that really does improve your overall state just throwing that out there listen endorphins and all the other natural brain chemicals that make us feel good this is not even me telling you to move this is science okay but i think it's also so good when we're in that fight or flight feeling it really does help make our system less reactive it decreases stress hormones etc and i am no doctor but i know our stress hormones aka cortisol they do get triggered by some type of workouts so i know there's nuance to all this shit but what isn't there nuance to you know what i mean movement though like even if it's a walk even if i sometimes i'll just stand up and like fucking shake it off like literally or i'll just start like I'll do some jumping jacks. I just need to like shock my fucking body. But movement is definitely something that I've seen such a difference with. And there's a reason why everybody tells us to do it. And I know it's obvious, but I had to say it. Another thing I love to do is to write. So if I'm feeling anxious, I will write out my anxious thoughts. Oh, there's a plane. Hope they have a safe flight. I wonder where they're going. Writing helps me and also frightens me (laughs) because some of my thoughts, I'm like, God damn, like your imagination is crazy. But it helps. Something about doing pen to paper makes you realize like, all right, maybe I'm being a little irrational, you know? I don't know what it is about writing it out that you're like, okay, bitch, no. But something I really like to do is, I made one yesterday, actually. I like to make lists, huge list, bitch, okay? So I'll list out the things that are making me anxious and why it's making me anxious what I think is going to happen. And sometimes I'll even go as far as I will write out what I would do in response to what I think is going to happen. Because sometimes my brain just needs to visually see and understand that even if something does happen, this is my solution, okay? And this one really helps me. The list making is, it's one of my go-tos. This is a new one I heard about and I have yet to try it, but it's sour candy. More specifically, if you're just I think I've heard it's very helpful if you're like on the verge of a panic attack or if you're feeling incredibly, incredibly uneasy. It's a sensory thing. Apparently it shifts our brain's attention from the overwhelming fear and panic that we may be feeling and it shifts it to, you know, the very assertive flavor of the candy we're eating. And it makes sense, right? It's like a shock. I'm about to stock up, okay? I haven't had sour candy in so long and I'm not sure why because I love it but I just never think about candy. You know what I mean? Like I forget about it, which is 
rude actually on my part so i'm gonna try this out and i'll keep you posted but let me know if you've done this before because you know what sign me up if i get to eat candy sometimes talking is really helpful only if i'm in the mood you know i'm a moody bitch if i don't want to talk i won't talk if i don't want to talk about something i will you will not get it out of me but sometimes talking things out and letting things out feels so good crying hand in hand with the talking one usually when i'm feeling anxious if i do start talking about whatever i'm feeling anxious about i'll usually start crying like it just comes out of me and like you know what normalize crying i love fucking crying if if nothing else you'll be left with like beautiful puffy lips you know what i mean something i love is switching my environment immediately if possible so if i'm i know this isn't what that's why i said if possible i know we can't always do this i know if you're sitting in an office and you're anxious you can't just be like all right going to turks and caicos like i get it but sometimes like okay maybe you can't you know leave the office because you don't want to get fired but can you go for a walk can you go to the i don't know do they have like a little coffee room that you can go in and get make yourself a little actually caffeine is probably the worst thing you can do when you're feeling anxious maybe get some water okay with some ice maybe get some sour candy oh my god a little office room a little coffee room that has sour candy i would do that if i had an office i would i would have a little anxiety corner for my anxiety queens i would also have a an energy drink station a coffee station oh my god i would have so many snacks it would be so cute anyway um switch your environment if you can even if it's just the slightest switch but i think again it all goes back to we gotta get out of our heads in this moment okay so if i'm sitting in my office which i'm sitting in my office right now it's still a mess i've made no progress but that's okay i will and i'm feeling really really anxious i'll get up maybe i'll go downstairs i won't even do anything i'll just like go to the lobby i'll just like breathe then i'll come back sit back down sometimes it didn't do shit sometimes it helps sometimes i'll go take a 10 minute walk you know just sometimes you gotta switch the environment if you're out if you're out and something is making you feel hella anxious fucking leave irish exit that shit and leave okay therapy is an obvious one if that is something that is accessible and if, if that is something that you want to do very very helpful a shower i think there's like science behind this as well something about a cold shower especially i sometimes take two to three showers a day and that's when you know a bitch is going through it okay <laughs> something i love is doing something for someone else because again when we are too anxious we're typically too consumed in something we're too much within ourselves if that makes sense sometimes something that i tap into is how can i get out of myself right now how can i help somebody else how can i think about somebody else how can i tap back into how big the world is and how it's not all about me okay i do love this one though like just i think there's also like there's got to be some chemical with doing something for somebody because that shit is like, I was going to say better than sex, but mm, I don't know about that. Depends who with. Also, I, I guess maybe having sex. I don't know. I didn't include that on here because, you know, some of us are single. <clears throat> um. Okay, what else? Calm Supplements by Array like the calm ones this is not sponsored i just truly love these pills okay they're natural they're absolutely incredible and this is coming from someone who you know pops a zanny when she needs one you know what i mean and like these actually work yeah they're not i'm not this is not sponsored i do have a code with them if you want to save some dollars i will put it in the show notes because i don't know it by heart but anyway the calm supplements oh my gosh i love and you know what i love about them is you don't have to take them at night like you can take them whenever if you just need to kind of bring yourself down a little bit i find sometimes it takes me from that you know everyday seven to a five 
and I love that. I love that for me. I don't like this one, but if I'm feeling particularly anxious, I will limit my caffeine, okay? I hate to say it, but the heart palps are real and we don't always need them. Magnesium, so good for so many things. Daddy Huberman taught me, okay? I take it at night. I love it. It calms me down. It helps me sleep better. I didn't take it last night and I slept like shit, but I don't know if I slept like shit because I was up on up late on TikTok. I was watching this I hate when I watch one video that I'm interested in, but like I don't want my entire For You page to become that. But then, you know, the algorithm is like, oh, you watched that whole two minute video, but here you go. And it feeds me all these fucking true crime um, videos. But I was watching this, this girl who was 17, like ran her car into the wall. Did you guys see that? And she's going to jail. She got like 15 to life. I was watching the entire all the court hearings, everything. And I know myself, like I can't watch shit like that because it makes me scared and it makes me like sick to my stomach. Like I can't, I'm too fucking sensitive for shit like that. Even though I love it, cause it's not that I love it. That sounds weird, but it's so fascinating to me. It's like, I can't believe it. I can't believe this shit happens. Anyway, so I don't know which, why I didn't sleep if it was that or the magnesium. Anyway, I've heard meditating is great, but I am not a meditator. I do love the superhuman app. I loved that app. I need to get back into that because it had like walking meditations, which I love. I can't sit still to save my life. So the walking meditations are really nice. Highly recommend that app. It's so, so, so good. Tapping into your five senses. This is a quickie little exercise that I love. So let's say you're feeling very, very anxious in a given moment and maybe you can't get up and leave. Maybe you can't, you just need to calm yourself down in a way try this just try it let me know if it works but basically it's the five senses okay so you're going to engage the five senses so you're going to think about are you going to look around and acknowledge five things that you see any five things then you're going to acknowledge four things that you can touch then you're going to acknowledge three things that you can hear then two things you can smell hopefully they smell good and then one thing you can taste. I think it's all about distracting our fucking mind and bringing us back to the present moment. I do love this exercise. I don't do it that often, but I do love it. Medication, you know, no shame. I was on Lexapro for a year. No shame in the game. We all need help. If you had diabetes, you'd get medicine for that, right? Same thing, different situations, but same ideology that needing assistance in any way is perfectly okay. This one may not be for everybody and that's okay, but I would... I, I can't not mention it because it's a huge part of my life, but for me, I pray and like my faith is a huge part of my life. So that is 100% always something that I lean into. And last but not least today is alcohol. Listen, I'm not prescribing this to you. I am simply being honest with you that this is sometimes the medicine that I like to prescribe myself, right? Sometimes I just need a good fucking happy hour with one of my best bitches, a spoonful of Moscow mules with a side of girl talk and a cute bar. Sometimes it's all I fucking need. So those are all my tips for today. I hope something in there was helpful. I hope you felt identified in some way. Before we wrap up, I want to remind you of one more thing that I myself struggle to remember all the time. A little big sister moment, okay? Just because you have something or you struggle with something does not mean you are the thing. You are not your anxiety. You are not your fill in the blank. It is something you deal with, right? I always say I'm an anxious bitch and I'm an anxious queen and I, I say it more so because I want to make it normal. I want to make it funny. I want to bring light to an otherwise very difficult part of my life. But even I feel like I overdo it. 
Like I am not anxiety. I I am a queen with anxiety. You know what I mean? And I know we might know this. I know we know this, but sometimes we forget how any and all of these things that we may struggle with, they really don't define who we are. We get to define who we are, which is so cool. We define who we are. And a big part of that is by the story we tell ourselves and the story that we share with other people, right? And if all I talk to people about, like, let's say I'm getting to know somebody new and all I talk to them about is how anxious I am and how, you know, I'm so anxious, I have anxiety, it consumes my life, like whatever. All these things are true, by the way. That's... I'm, that's what I'm teaching them about myself. If that's what you want your story to be, then that's fine. But I don't because just as though my career isn't, you know, who I am, my anxiety isn't who I am either. There's so many, you know, layers to this onion. <laughs> Ew, that sounded so gross. And I also hate onions, okay? Fucking hate them. Aside from the blooming onion from Outback Steakhouse, that's the only onion I will eat because it's fried. And the sauce slaps anyway so and i don't mean to say this because i want you to like not talk about the things you want to talk about and not talk about your struggles that's not it at all i think it's not what we say but how we say it and our mind can hear everything we're saying and if we're constantly just reiterating and confirming like i am i'm anxious i'm so anxious i'm so i have so much anxiety i have so like it's fine you can have it but let's not i guess i don't know i just don't we don't have to make it a bigger situation and you also are more than the anxiety that you struggle with. I think that's what I want to like. I want to leave you with, okay? So that is it for today. Let me see how much I talk. Oh my God, 47 minutes. It just flew because time flies and you're having fun, right? Okay, I love you guys. I'll see you next week. I hope you enjoyed. Let me know what hits. Say hello, okay? Have a good weekend and I will talk to you next week. It's happening daily. We're being conned by the institutions we used to trust. The mainstream media is distracting us with meaningless headlines instead of focusing on the harsh realities facing American families. Time is short before something big happens, and that's why so many folks are preparing. They're becoming self-reliant by investing in emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure four-week emergency food kits for each member of your family. Each kit contains tasty breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Save $50 on each four-week food kit you purchase. Plus, get free shipping on Ready Hour four-week emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. At My Patriot Supply, you can also get solar power generators, water filtration units, heirloom seeds, and survival gear. Order by 3 p.m., and your unmarked boxes ship the same day. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.